I don't even listen to his podcast, huh? Dude, it's educational. And besides, I've been wanting to listen to this one. Welcome to Idling in the Impala, a podcast by and for lovers of Supernatural and the fan fiction it inspires. Before we begin, just want to remind you to like, subscribe, follow wherever you listen to us so you don't miss any episodes or bonus stuff that we do. I'm Sandra. I'm Carly. And today we are doing another kind of top list, tops, favorites, favorites, because we didn't do a bottoms list for this one. Mm-mm. But we thought, I don't know how this even came up. It's just been floating around for a little while. But there's so many different monsters and various different things on Supernatural that we were like, hey, let's pick a favorite because I don't know. It's just that's just what you do. <laughs> so <laughs> we were only looking at monsters. So we weren't. Well, I I wasn't including like demons angels leviathan you know anything anything meta i suppose i was just looking at the kind of the monster of the week stuff that came up was that mm. what you were doing sandra you've not got, um, you've not got like castiel the angel of fuck you written down or anything no i was so but <laughs> i don't i i think when i was trying to figure out like what to me would sort of classify monster of the week is like if you could take out the majority of the episode and there wasn't anything kind of that would get lost in what was happening with, like you said, the overall like plot point. So like if it was a majority of just whatever the case was, maybe was kind of like mm-hmm. my thought process. So looking at it now, there's one, I think that has a demon in it. So that's, I think the main thing, but most of them are just monster like yeah we'll find out so again i just kind of went with the it's just not important to the overall plot of the season i felt i could be wrong once we go into them more that was my mindset you could tell we discussed this in advance quite (laughs) quite a lot yeah, no, we didn't. We didn't totally just put favorite monster of the week on the uh, on the docket and then go away and not discuss it any further. And I mean, we all know that she's just scribbled off like Castiel the Angel, the fuck you, Dick Roman, you know, Crowley after season like eight, whatever. She's taken off all the all the big the regular big bads that we see. Mm, mm-hmm. See, if we if we could have had regular big bads, I would have had Metatron on there because mm. fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think this probably, I think another reason why this probably came up too, is we started doing comic relief episodes. And I think when we were doing our, our top and bottom, you know, favorites, I I think we started seeing that there were some, like, there were some things that I wanted to save, you know, for another thing. And I'm like, oh, well, I really mm -hmm. wouldn't, you know, this would classify more as like this, this way we can hear what other people think about their favorite monster of the week episodes too. And if sometimes you're just super sick of monster of the week episodes and you just want to get on with what's going on with the with the season so yeah mm. um yeah i know that's 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 been a reoccurring theme when we've done our tops and bottoms there's a lot of monster of the week stuff mm-hmm. comes up in your bottom list because you're like i just don't, I don't yeah not all of I, them I, I but some it. of them you know because i think the placement of them too is kind of like depends on i think whether or not i i like it or maybe understand it you know a little bit more mm-hmm. so yeah. So I don't know. Did you, I think we were saying you wanted me to kind of. Yeah. Go for it. With, um, go for it. With my list. So what I did was I, I had a bunch of runner ups that I just kind of wanted to talk about first before 
I picked my favorite. I feel like maybe that might give listeners a better idea as to like, what the heck is my brain? Why, why am I choosing these? And what's the, what's the reason behind them? Most often than not, I feel that it's not, maybe not even necessarily the, that I have a favorite monster in the monster of the week. It's just the overall structure of the episode and like Mm. what's going on in it. Is, is there a really fun, like Dean moment or, you know, what's going on with like, sometimes it's just a which we're still going to do a favorite bloopers because Carly goes on about those a lot. So I think that like, for me, it's just like, just as an, as an aside on bloopers though, they are starting to ruin the show for me Mm -hmm. just as a complete aside. Cause I just watched the episode. I just started season seven Mm -hmm. and I just watched the episode where Dean is saying to Sam, he's talking about Cass and he's like, he lied to us, he used us, he cracked your God. Like it was nothing, you know? And Mm -hmm. I couldn't see the scene that was mm-hmm. happening in front of me because all I could see was Jensen losing his fucking mind. <laughs> yeah. I almost do wonder, I think sometimes, you know, when we, when we know too much about a show and the behind the scenes, like, you know, after a while, how much does it cloud our experience oh, yeah. of it? And I think that sometimes it's like, I, I think I've gotten into the habit now when Ted and I are doing our latest rewatch i'm actually not watching the bloopers after like you know after i'm done with the the blu-rays i'm just like i don't i don't watch them because they're funny but yeah then you you just you'll remember that when you're seeing a scene that maybe has a totally different usually vibe mm-hmm. feeling that it's supposed to have emotionally you like know, the air and- supply scene i just watched that mm-hmm. as well that's mm-hmm. season seven because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. i'm i'm watching them on i'm watching them on um amazon Mm-hmm. So I don't have, unless it's like included in the credits, like the eye of the tiger scene. Yeah. I don't like the bloopers aren't there. I would have to go find them. Yeah. And I'm, I'm finding myself not like, I'm not going to dig my DVDs out to look at the gag reel mm-hmm. or finding mm-hmm. them on YouTube because I've seen them all. And the ones that stick in my head, stick in my head for a reason, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, no, we will. <laughs> but that was my fault. I took us off track there, but uh, we will do, we will do another, another episode on favorite bloopers. So if you have a favorite blooper that you would like us to rewatch or that really sticks in your mind and you want us to talk about it, let us know the details yeah. at the end of the episode. Okay. Let us know. Pre-warning on upcoming episodes. Let us know. <laughs> so my first one, I'll go, it's, a, I, I tried to put these in order of seasons too, just as the runner up. Oh, right. So, so they're not, they're not runner ups in terms of favorites. No, they're just chronological. No, they're just, okay. they're just ones I went found and I was like, Oh, you know? Yeah. So this one's um, Hollywood Babylon season two, episode 18. So it comes right after heart and right before Folsom prison blues. So I'm guessing after all of the angst and, you know, drama from heart, they kind of like decided let's, you know, let's put this fun little riff on Halloween slasher, slasher horror movie things where the boys are going to, they go to LA, trip to Hollywood to investigate the death of one of the actors on a horror film set after rumors begin that he was killed by a ghost. So, and I'm literally just reading this off of the, the fandom page, uh, Supernatural. Uh, they discover the death was a publicity hoax, but when the executive producer and a studio executive are killed, Sam and Dean realize they are dealing with a haunted set. I just liked how they were making fun of themselves in addition to just horror movies in general. And the the scenes, the sets, I thought they were all really fun. I love that Dean loved being 
a PA and he kind of like really fit in with the whole crowd situation. I just kind of, I thought that was one of the first fun ones, maybe like in addition to like, I think Tall Tales was first. And then this was like the second one that even though it was Monster of the Week, there wasn't a lot at stake, but it was, it was just a fun little like offshoot. I felt like you could just pluck it out and everything else would be fine. You know, there'd be nothing else that you need to worry about with that. And plus Dean gets some, I'm always happy when Dean gets a little something. So I figured that was another reason. Um, It was London all falls. Yeah. (laughs) I, I, I actually, I like that episode, but I, I like it more from Sam's perspective of Mm. being utterly bemused (laughs) about how well Dean fits in. Mm-hmm. And Sam's just kind of like wandering around, like trying to work a case. And Dean mm-hmm. has become like a totally unpaid PA. Yeah. He's just like, you know, he's, 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 he's on got the, like, headset. the headset. He's, and he's, the radio. he's talking back to people. He's back and forth. He's just like going back and, and, and Sam's just like, what? And they'll like, they'll, they'll go into a trailer. And I'm like, he's like, how are, why are we like, how are, why are we in here watching this thing and all that stuff? Yeah. And I like that they also, from what I remember, again, these are more behind the scenes or like stories that you hear. I know that Supernatural, I think producers would get kind of like not understand why the show had to be so dark all the time. And like, like in terms of like lighting or different things like that, or we're trying to like interject their, their thoughts on a script or whatever. And like how they had, um, they reworked some, like whoever was with them when they were taking care of the ghost, then put that stuff into like the movie and stuff like that. So it's just like, you know art imitating life imitating art plus there's a cute little like nod when they're on the hollywood they're they're on the the little whatever those things are why am i can't think about words today it's just been one of those days they're on this little bus thingy trolley thingy and they're going through the sets golf carts it's not really a golf cart because there's a bunch of people on it oh like the little tall kind of yeah 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 so yeah yeah so they're on like the Hollywood, the Hollywood tour, like behind the scenes set. And somebody makes reference to, oh, and here we're passing by Gilmore Girls set. And like, you know, Sam just like jumps off because he was on Gilmore Girls. And it's just like, it's like, he's <laughs> oh, just done. Yeah. Um, so it's just, like, it's just like those little things that they toss in there that I thought were cute about it. So yeah, yeah and I like, I, I like that Dean had fun with it too. You know, that was, yeah. it's always nice. I do. I do. Li- I like that episode. It's, it's, it's poking fun at the industry in a similar way to the French mistake, mm-hmm. but not like, not like, I mean, the French mistake was maybe, maybe a little bit meaner, but that mm-hmm. one's just like, just like a little, you know, like behind the scenes of, you know, a movie set or a, mm-hmm. a TV mm-hmm. set. And I just, I did, I did really enjoy it. And I, I also enjoyed, you know, the directors being like, why does it have to be like this? Mm-hmm. How can they hear us from hell? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like questioning. I, it's like, after a while, yeah. why are you questioning these things? But yeah. Yeah, I bet it. I bet it was fun to film as well. And you mm-hmm. know that, like, actor experience is always, always a big part of my <laughs> like or dislike of an episode. Mentioning no episodes mystery spot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, I, I bet I bet that was fun to film. And mm-hmm. I always, I always wonder how much of that stuff is real, as in how much, how many of the people? Because I know in the French mistake, like it wasn't really Bob Singer acting as Bob Singer and mm-hmm. it wasn't really Kripke. But I do wonder for that one, how much, you know, maybe it was the actual crew that they, mm-hmm. you know, just like, for like the background shots and stuff. 
Yeah. If it was them just going about doing their job and then, you know, like maybe the more speaky actory bits were done by actual actors yeah. as opposed to crew. But uh, the one no, it's, thing that I remember that I think that they they did insert a person, the name, but I, it's it's not the person playing the role was um, Mick G, who was one McGee. of the producers. I think he, I believe he's the guy that's directing um, yeah. this, this movie. And so they, they made a point of like inserting his name in there um, yeah. and stuff like that. And, but yeah, aside from that, I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure. The sets were just kind of fun too. Like, you know, they had them on a, like on a, cemetery set you know and it's like but they've probably used something very similar to that like you know in other situations themselves and things of that nature so it was again it was just like um dipping their toe into the meta you know i think before they just started like going into it full on later seasons so yeah it's interesting that what we like about that episode isn't so much the monster Mm -hmm. it's all the all the auxiliary shit that goes yeah. along with that. I think that yeah. was my theme for most of these. Cause it's like, I, like cool. I said, I, I've never really been, the monsters to me are just like what you get the boys to interact with and see, you know, it's like, yeah. they're, they, some of them are Set interesting. Dressing. Some of them are cool, but like they're, they're the, they're the means to the end for you to see Sam and yeah. Dean. So yeah. So um, my next one is from season seven. It's called party on Garth. Uh, it's episode 18. So this is the second. Oh, yeah, I'm not that yet. Second instance of um, seeing Garth. So, of course, the the first episode will always be tainted because it is the time for a wedding episode where Garth is introduced. Um, I'm one episode before that now. Okay. So this one is, this one you get to see Garth without all that other baggage. Mm-hmm. Uh, with it and so, I will yeah. I will say Garth is fucking kick-ass in time for a wedding like it's mm-hmm. great I, yeah. I love everything about the character I yeah. love I love the concept that they were like what is the absolute <laughs> antithesis of Jared Padalecki DJ Qualls that's <sighs> that's right there and I've yeah. seen DJ in a bunch of shit as well mm-hmm. but no I just like you could not get more two more polar opposite people and I love that they were like absolute Yes, this and he he really I I've really enjoyed it, but unfortunately, she who shall not be fucking named mm-hmm. ruins that whole episode. But yes, mm-hmm. Patty on Garth, tell me why we like Patty on Garth. So so in terms of where it comes in in the season, so it's right after the Born Again identity when Cass comes back. After it is of grave importance. I think when we get more information about Bobby in the veil hasn't crossed over all of that stuff. So again, it's it's sandwiched between a lot of like heavy plot episodes, which again, I think is great. So I think having Garth in it is really kind of like the main reason why I just, I, you get to see more of him with Dean and Sam. You get to see him sort of questioning what's going on and he's picking up on stuff. Like he picks up on the Bobby stuff, like the, um, uh, the EMF meter and and like weird things like that that are going on that even Dean and Sam aren't necessarily like clocking right away. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the summary is Dean is surprised when he gets a call from Garth asking for the brother's help on a case. Sam and Dean discover they are battling a shoujo, a Japanese creature sent to seek revenge on enemies. The worst part about fighting a shoujo, you can only see it when you're drunk. Everybody's yes. fucking hilarious when they're drunk in this. That's pretty yes. much it. Sam getting drunk and then being like, oh, I've got to, 
I I've, I've got to, I've got to leave the bar, but I can't. So I'm going to like get into a cab. Um, Dean being like, well, you know, it's going to take me a lot more to get drunk. Like when they're trying to actually see the, the show yeah. on the camera, Garth, Garth being drunk, drunk after a beer, you a know? Beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it, it just felt fun to me. And then, oh yeah. And I think that's the first time you see Mr. Fizzle. Yeah. That's the only time you see Mr. Fizzles where, um, <laughs> I could not DJ just did a, a thing with stands with Mr. Fizzle gloves mm-hmm. and I could not fucking place it. I mm-hmm. knew, mm-hmm. I knew it was like a, cause obviously DJ was like the face behind it. I knew it was a graphic. I couldn't face it. Is yeah. It Mr. Fizzles. Yeah. Came. That's where Mr. Fizzles lying. comes up and he's talking, you know, he's talking to the little girl and unfortunate, like she'd had, she had like some big, she had some, uh, I don't know if she called it a big girl drink or something, whatever it was. It was like, she, she drank something accidentally from, of her mother's was orange juice with something. And so she ended up seeing stuff that, you know, she wouldn't have normally seen. And so then, you know, Garth yeah. comes in with Dean and like Dean's reactions to Garth. They're just, they're, they're all so funny. They're so fun together. And I think that's why I just really enjoyed that episode. It was just so much fun. I like it more every time I see it. Now you do get, you see Bobby at the end, you know, and so there's a little bit of like plot there, but Dean ends up getting the samurai sword and it just kind of like got shot over to him. Um, and, you know, it ends up being, ends up being Bobby that was, that was probably helping, you know, the whole time. Mm. So um, is that the one that is that the one that ends where Garth sort of I can't remember if he says it to Sam and Dean or just to Dean, but he's like, "You're not the only ones that loved Bobby." No, no, no. That's another one no, in a, a couple one. more. I think mm-hmm. might be next season or season after that. No, no, no. This is still when he hasn't taken over the Bobby duties yet. Um, right. Yeah. But yeah. they, but they, but they, he knows about Bobby um, having passed and stuff. So there isn't that much yet. No, but it's. Um, after they say goodbye to Garth and they go, Dean forgets his flask in the hotel room. So when he goes back in, he gets the flask and then you see that Bobby was there. So you know that Bobby is yeah. still tied to them, to that to that flask kind of situation. So, so not really because of the monster, even though it was interesting. It was an interesting concept and it was a revenge thing and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, but still not. Not quite why I would, you know, it was my one of my yeah. favorites, Monster of the Week. The uh, the next one is from season eight. It's Huntery Hiriochi, uh, and it is the eighth episode in the season. It is between A Little Slice of Kevin and Citizen Fang. So that's the one where Castiel tells Sam and Dean that he's decided to become a hunter like them. Sam and Dean aren't sold on the idea, but agree to investigate a case Cass found where a man's heart literally burst through his chest. The guys discover there has been more than one odd murder in the small town and all of them resemble cartoon deaths. Now this one, I will say, and it's not really still even a monster because it's a person with abilities that's being manipulated by a human, um, you know, to do all of these burglaries and different things like that. But the concept of it was very fun. I love Looney Tunes stuff. So, I mean, it felt, it was just all, um, Wile E. Coyote, um, you know, like that kind of stuff, like with the anvil. With the love heart eyes and the- Yeah. You expected certain things to be shown to you in scenes and it wasn't. Like when Dean 
smacks himself in the head with a frying pan. Like I expected to see like little birdies and stuff like floating over his head. You hear them, but you don't see them. You know, you get like those kind of like, it puts you back into the mindset of like watching cartoons as a kid and getting in those, um, you know, like if you were in a cartoon and how, you know, all of that stuff I, I enjoyed. And it was, um, I like the very beginning when Cass is like, you know, talking to them about he's going to be a hunter like they are. And it's, it's, it's yeah. a fun scene outside the gas station. Cass interrogates the cat, you know, like those kinds yes. of things. There's just, there's just yes. a lot of fun, just gags that I, I really appreciated and liked yeah. overall. So I guess, again, like they're not really, it's not really a monster per se, but I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed that one. So I don't know. Yeah. Am I... Am I not ticking boxes no, on this? No, that's am I, okay. Am I, okay. Yeah, no, just, you're, just, you're just all I'm good. Still all right. Still all right. You're all good. Um, this has nothing to do with a monster, but it's monster-based. So the next one is Rock in a Hard Place, season nine, episode eight. It comes between Bad Boys and Holy Terror. It's mm-hmm. just Dean and the porn star stuff that happens within it. Uh, oh, is I, that the one with the with the virgin? Yes, sing it. Yes, I love that episode. It's it's not <laughs> the best episode in any way, shape, or form, but it's just it's so. I love all of the bits. I love it when they yes. go to the chastity meeting, and Dean's getting and, everybody yeah. riled up. I know people are like, Ew. "That's I'm my like, favorite." Please, no, that I is a it. classic scene. I love that scene. And then just, yeah, his, his interactions, like thinking he's going to like bag her and then he's got to like console her and then he doesn't know what's going on. And then he finds the, the, uh, it's, it's so not PC, but it's so, it's just so very Dean and just him getting a chance to just have fun in between Mm -hmm. having to save, save the day along with like, and Sam gets to have some time with Jody, which I think is also, you don't see them together enough like just the two of them them so hard so i like that that's like one of the first times you get to see them sort of like working together i think it's maybe the second time after um season seven i think when like dean goes back into time and then sam and jody are kind of like working in in like present day to do that but this one it's just so good it's just so good i could i could watch those scenes on a loop it's like it's like that's the kind of like I don't know. That's like material for me that I need when I'm writing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. So again, good episode. that's that's pretty much just it. That's just why I think it's one of the best monster of the weeks. And I think the monster they think is a, are dragons, but they end it ends up being this demigod. Yeah. Help investigate multiple murders in her small town, discovering four victims belong to the same church chastity group. Um, Sam and yeah. Dean decide to infiltrate by joining the group themselves. <laughs> well, we can't unring that bell. <laughs> That's like- I always, I always confuse that episode with the episode from, it's from season four with the horror of Babylon, where they walk out of the church and Sam goes, "No premarital sex, no gambling." They outlawed basically all of your personality, <laughs> and I always, always confuse that line from this episode and it's not it's it's from season four it's, I, th- I feel like it would still ring true in this episode yeah like, that's like that's like 60 percent of you dean <laughs> no drinking no sex yeah yeah pretty much it. pretty much but yeah. so and i think that's that's also the like at the end of it there's still a little bit of 
because again, this is the season where Dean has gotten Gadriel to help out um, at the, at, but first like it's Ezekiel. He thinks it's Ezekiel yeah. that basically saves Sam and Sam doesn't know all of this stuff yet. So it's, and it's right before, I'm just realizing now it's right before the episode where Sam kills Kevin. And like the previous one was when the flashback to Dean um, in the boys home, like that one. So it's like, there's a lot of like heavy stuff kind of being addressed. I think, you know, both before and after, and it's just kind of like, we're just going to let Dean get laid. Yeah. Let's just let Dean get laid. And it's, it's always fucking Dean in it. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. Yeah. Mm. So it's, it's, I don't know. We've just had, we just had two episodes where it's like, and Dean got laid and we like episodes where Dean gets laid. So yeah. So one, two, is there another one where he gets laid that I have? No, I haven't picked another one where he gets laid. It's just those two. It's just those two. Okay. Um, They they probably didn't fit into monster. (laughs) Okay. So next one is, um, (laughs) Season 10, episode six, it's called Ask Jeeves. And it is right between fan fiction and girls, girls, girls. So this is the one that's basically like the clue episode where Dean is surprised when he checks Bobby's cell phone and here's a message that says Bobby oh, the or his next of kin in have been yep. named as a beneficiary in an heiress's will. Hoping that means extra money, Dean talks Sam into hitting the road to claim their fortune. However, what they encounter at the house is far from a treasure chest. I like the way this this episode is fluffy. It's stupid. It's funny. It's just them trying to figure out who's who's doing the murder. So it's like you know, it's just like it's just like Clue. I love that they throw in all of the different like you can you can find like the candlestick and like the. Uh, the pipe and like just the different things like throughout that um, when Dean's going through the house, you see the different like murder weapons. Uh, It's just, it's just fun. And like the rich family is so stupid, but in like a fun way, there's the two women that are constantly like needing to get laid and (laughs) being very sexually aggressive with Sam. Sam. We have different feelings (laughs) on this episode. (laughs) Like overall, like the I, I the structure of it, the way that it's yeah, it's it's like a murder mystery thing. I I, I liked that a lot, and I mean, oh I yeah, think, no, if they if they kept their hands to themselves, yeah. the aggressive flirting would be fine, but yeah. they're touchy, yeah, yeah, and that's the bit that I don't like. You can yeah. be gross and aggressively flirty, just yeah, keep fucking hands to yourself. You know? Yeah, I, li- I like that they're you're like they're, I they're like true. that they're touchy. No, I don't like that they're I don't like that they're touchy. I like that they. I just like the I like the lines that come out of their mouths. Those two ladies are just like you're just like, oh my God. <laughs> please have some shame. <laughs> ladies, please. Yeah. But they don't. Oh, no, and I'm it. just like, it's super like, oh my goodness, there they go, kind of situation. But yeah, yeah. I, I I enjoyed, I enjoyed that um the setup to all of that stuff in that one. Again, it's and you definitely could just like, I don't think there's anything mentioned that's in any way meta or plot. Um no. About what's going on with the overall season. So that's why I, I picked that one as a runner up and I'm almost done. I swear I've got two more before I get up, get to my, get to my favorite one. Um, next one is safe house. It's from season 11. It's episode 16. It's in between, um, beyond the mat and red meat. And it is the one where you get to see Bobby and Rufus in a flashback. Uh, and they parallel it 
with the same case that Sam and Dean are trying to figure out. So it's a dangerous creature is accidentally released into an old house, attacking a mother and her child, leaving them both in a coma. Sam and Dean learn that Bobby and Rufus once tracked the same entity. So the Winchesters look to the past to come up with a plan to catch the monster before anyone dies. I love seeing Bobby. Is that, is that the one with the portal? Where someone has to they, go into the- They have to do the, they they like, they, they have to go into this sort of like the veil again. Yeah. So, and it's that moment where it's like, there's time and space isn't a thing or whatever. And you actually see the, uh, there's a moment when Bobby sees Dean, even though they're not in the same time, yeah. like when they're in the veil- I like that yeah, episode. I, I, and I love Rufus in it because you get to see Bobby and Rufus together again. It's just so, I, I just I just love it. They, they paralleled it, I thought, really well. Mm-hmm. And you kind of get more of a history about like, you know, how much Bobby was important to the boys when it came to figuring things out, you know? And like in this case, I don't think he wrote, he didn't write everything in his journal like he normally would because he got a call from Dean at the end of like where he was at and he had to go and help them out. And it was just like, so he didn't have Mm -hmm. time to write that important little bit of information that then they ended up figuring out needed to happen later with the same, the same monster. So. Yeah. We should have had more Bobby and Rufus. It's a crying shame that we didn't. Yeah. I think they realized that. And, you know, they're like, we got to bring them back again. And yeah. Yeah. It was just, it was, it was really fun. It, it was a, I mean, it was, it was, there were, there were sad moments, but they're just, they're just fun together. And yeah. Yeah. So that was mine. And I know you, you get sad when, you know, we see Bobby come back, but there's, there's those moments where I'm just like, oh, yay. You know, I like, I like seeing him. I like seeing our Bobby. I got a little bit mm. more upset when they brought back Jim Beaver other worlds as other Bobby's. worlds. Not that it yeah. wasn't a good character, but it's just like it wasn't our Bobby. Our and it kind of yeah. it just kind of didn't feel right. Um for that I didn't one. mind I didn't mind that one so much because it was like flashback and it was mm-hmm. Bobby and Rufus, which is good. I didn't mm-hmm. like it, like with the whole ghost Bobby thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of that, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Or like in the um in my heart will go on when mm-hmm. they bring Ellen back, yeah, and then it's like psych yeah and i that's what i don't like yeah when yeah. they do stuff like that but that yeah. was just i like that one mm-hmm. yeah um and then so my last one before favorite is the scorpion and the frog it's from season 13 episode 8 it's in between war of the worlds and the bad place feeling as if they are running out of options sam and dean agree to steal a mysterious trunk belonging to a demon named bartimus in an exchange for a locator spell, the Winchesters can use to track down Jack. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's so many good scenes in this, but I kind of really liked this demon. Not that he would have been a great substitute for Crowley, but he had. I liked him. You know, I thought he. I thought he would have been like a fun bad guy to bring to bring back again for whatever reason. But then, of course, they killed him at the end, so that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. But I liked the whole like caper vibe to it where, you know, like all these people are getting together to try to steal this thing and like a heist. Yeah. yeah and like, there's, you've got this expert and that expert. Yeah. yeah. And there's so many different, I mean, like Dean is so funny in this too. It's just, um, yes. 
putting his hand into the thing and then him and Sam figuring out what they need to do with the guy to like, you know, th- push him through. And then all the darts go at the dude because the dude can't die. And then yeah. I can't remember the name of, is it, what? It's not crash. It's smash and grab. Smash and grab. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think the, cause they have a demon with them as mm-hmm. the guy. And then mm-hmm. she's the whatever expert, like the locksmith or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So she's she, he's smash and she's grab. Mm-hmm. And they um. Yeah. They started out with like he's like how we're we gonna find this and they're like oh your blood will point and then it's just Dean just like with a <laughs> with like a, a random flailing rod. Yeah, arm. Yeah, yeah. 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 So there's that, there's just a lot of lot of good stuff. Yeah. In that. Yeah. But that is hands down. I was like when you said Scorpion the Frog, I was like that rings a lot of bells. Why does mm-hmm. that ring bells? And then mm-hmm. you said and I was like oh yeah the scene with the but what if it just <laughs> <laughs> and then it's a tiny, a teeny tiny pin. And he's like, oh, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gives me, gives me big, um, not quite behind the scenes, but um it's from a con where they're talking about uh yeah, it's changing channels when they're on the Japanese game show mm-hmm. and they're showing Jared that the you know the thing's gonna the, mm-hmm. <laughs> the nutcracker is gonna stop and yeah. it's gonna be fine. And then Jared's like, uh, Jens is like, but what if it just bends a little? <laughs> Just big vibes. One bends a little. Big vibes. Yeah. Like that episode. Love it. And, then, and I love the fact that like yeah. one inspires. She's like, oh, I'm in a contract, and he's like, but you don't have to be. Yeah. If we just murdered him, you yeah. free. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like they might have been thinking they might have brought her back to. Um, because I feel like maybe they were. I again, I think they just always realize. Yeah. I think they realized that they missed something. Like I mean, because she could have been sort of like not quite a Charlie, but like that you know, that younger sister, you know, kind of situation Mm. that I think would have been, would have been interesting to see. So I just feel like they just, they knew that they had messed up on a lot of things and they just were trying to, well, maybe if we do this, maybe do that, but that would have been a character, her and even the demon, um, Bart, I was like, I could have, they could have come back maybe like for one or two episodes and I would have been perfectly fine, but they didn't. There was that, but my, my favorite monster of the week, and you can actually say, I think you could say this is a monster by proxy. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. Mint Condition from season 14. It's episode four. It's in between the scar, Nightmare Logic. It's Chuck Yeager. It's a Halloween episode. They haven't done one like that since I believe season four, uh, where it was like, it's the great pumpkin sam winchester sam that was winchester. kind of around yeah. halloween and that was that one was garbage by the way mm-hmm. just as a complete aside that mm-hmm. was a shitty halloween episode this is a mm-hmm. good halloween episode yeah because i mean again like dean's still dealing with all of the stuff that's been happening with um michael he's just you know he he's 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 moping he's in his room sam comes pizza in and beer. yeah sam comes in he's got a case Dean's like, oh, you shaved, you know, like, yeah, looks, you know, looks good. Like a dolphin's belly or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, belly. <laughs> like from there, it's just like, it's just, it's Sam and Dean and like why Sam doesn't like Halloween. And Dean just seems to like love it. And he, they go into this um, comic book store, Chuck Yeager. It's like, they both have their doppelgangers um, in there. Yeah. No, there's just yes. There's been a massive edit there, listeners, but uh, don't worry yeah. about it. You'll you'll hear it at some point. It um, it's it just it was. 
again, they got meta about it where like, you know, Dean's just so excited that he's going to get to battle Chuck Yeager. And, you know, they're talking about all of like, it's like a, like a Jason, Jason Voorhees kind of rip off. Yeah. 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 But he gets, he gets to like go on about like his favorite movies with this other guy that loves the movies. And I I think one of the things he says, it's kind of a little heart tugging is like, well, I, you you know, the bad guys or or, either, you know, the bad guys are going to get what's coming to them or, you know, the good guys are going to, are going to save the day or something like that. Something is said in a conversation that just kind of like, that's why it's his comfort. It seems like, why do you like it? It's like, you know, and so you get, you get an understanding as to why you find out why Sam doesn't like. Halloween because of something horrible that happened with a girl at a Halloween party where he got sick and it was just very humiliating and embarrassing. And then at the end, you know, Dean's trying to like, oh, you know, next year we need to dress up or whatever. And it's sad because they don't, they don't, the the, the following year, they don't dress up for Halloween the following year. That's when Aww. everything goes, that's when everything goes horrible and goes wrong. So they don't get a chance to enjoy Halloween that's again, but it's just a, Dean's dressed up like in a tweed jacket that's not supposed to be in any way hot. And I just find it incredibly hot. He looks so cute with glasses on and the jacket. And it's just, it's just a whole thing. I just, I just enjoyed, enjoyed all of that. It was just a fun, fun episode with a little bit of sads, you know, um, at the Mm. end, but still it was, it's fun. It was a fun episode. So that's my favorite monster of the week episode an hour later. Carly, <laughs> let's talk about your favorite monster of the week because I think you, you have, have a couple, right? I have, I only have two, mm-hmm. um, but that is that is because I I haven't rewatched Supernatural as many million times as Sandra has, <laughs> so the I I also don't particularly find monster of the week episodes all that engaging um so they don't tend to stick out in my mind it's only when like you start telling me the plot or i'm rewatching and i go oh mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so i had i had like i struggled and then i was like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna do this one and then i was writing a list of something completely different and i was like wait no is this a monster of the week and you very graciously said yes so i was mm-hmm. like right i'm using that one mm-hmm. but since you brought out like a bajillion runners up I'll do my I'll, I'll do my runner up. So my Zandra's monster of the weeks are apart from the final one, less about the monster and more about the break that they give Sam and Dean in the meta arcs of the seasons. And you know they tend to be sandwiched between really heavy episodes and then just like a little bit of levity. Mm-hmm. Mine are not that. Sorry, mm-hmm. click yeah. off now. Yeah. Mine are the monster and why I like the monster. So my original favorite monster of the week was going to be Wendigo, which is the uh, second <laughs> season one, episode two, <laughs> the second one. Back way, all the way back when, when they didn't know what they were fucking doing. <laughs> and I've pondered this for quite some time because whenever we talked about monster of the week or whenever I tried to think of monster of the week, this was the only one that came up. Hmm. And I have to, I think it's because Wendigo, the the legend of Wendigos is something that I know about outside of Supernatural. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the a lot of the monster of the weeks in Supernatural, a lot of the monsters in Supernatural. So like Leviathan goes on long enough for you to get an idea of what's going on. Angels, demons, you know, skinwalkers. 
things that are like shapeshifters, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. There tends to be like recurrent monsters, vampires, werewolves. I didn't think they classified as monster of the weeks because they come up again and again and again. Hmm. Whereas okay. the ones that were just like single, single use things, hmm. they tended to be very niche and very specific to supernatural. And I mean, having now caught up, I probably, I actually said to you, I was like, I'm watching the Jefferson Starship episode, but it wasn't. It was before the Jefferson Starship episode. Okay. The one with the, the one with the worm where Sam shoots Samuel. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, if I'd have remembered, that one would have made the cut. But okay. just because I I liked I liked the way it made them turn on each other. Yeah. Like I, I was a fan I think of that. That was called again, what, and then there were none or something like that. I think that's what that one was called. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah, because I think yeah. that's I think that's the because they kill Gwen and they kill Samuel, and I think that's the last of the Campbells. Yeah, uh, I probably maybe. would say I didn't like it because they kill Rufus in that one too. So that one's the one yeah. that they kill Rufus, and I get very bitter about about that. But yeah, no, I, I that that would have been a a good it a good example. Been, but yeah, I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't remember it. It didn't stick out. Mm-hmm. So, but Wendigo is um, I don't know how up to date you are on your video game law, Sandra, but mm-hmm. there was a game that came out quite a few years ago now called Until Dawn, and it spawned off like a whole heap of like spin-offs that are terrible. Okay. And Until Dawn itself wasn't great, but the idea of this is that the monster in that movie, in that game, sorry, is a Wendigo. That kind of, and I think either from that game or just cultural like osmosis, or maybe I looked it up after mm-hmm. my husband played the game, I am aware of Wendigos. I know how they come to be, I know the law behind them. When I thought about Monster of the Week, that was the only one that that would come into my head. Mm. Just because I have, like, I don't know what a fucking Ruguru is. You know, I've never fucking, that's that's a bullshit name that they made up, you know? Like, and that's kind of, that's the only other Monster of the Week I can think of (laughs) is, like, that's an actual, hold up, an actual monster, you know? Mm. Mm-hmm. I could pick a million ghost episodes or mm-hmm. I could have said that one found footage werewolf one, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, I wanted to pick something that was just one time, one monster. Mm-hmm. And I like that one. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Wendigos are interesting. You know, you, mm-hmm. you, you eat human flesh, you turn into a big gray. Mm-hmm. That's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. But also it was so early in the season and it's it's good to look at it and see like the the little steps they were taking to try and establish what was happening so you know we're just coming off the pilot and sam getting back in the car and you can see sam still wrong-footed and doesn't know what's happening whereas dean's like oh hunting hunt monsters i know exactly what i'm doing i don't wear shorts i brought m&ms you know like i'm ready i was good although it's from 2005, so, you know, the film quality doesn't necessarily hold up to what we're used to today, but it's it's good, and they, like, get to play with flamethrowers and save the people. It's just, I don't know. It just, it was the only one that came into my mind. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to. Do so really Wendigo. just, yeah, so really just, like, the, the lore, too, is, like, how you were focusing yeah. on it. Yeah, and I think they did a yeah. lot more of that. I think they try to anyway, like in season one, um, maybe even season two, actual like mm. lore of monsters and 
I feel like too, that's a good episode just because you get more discussion with Sam and Dean. And this is still, this is like fresh off of Sam and Jessica, you know, being, being killed. So like, I think Sam's just like, we got to find dad. We got to figure out what's going on. And like you said, I think it's more of you seeing how Dean operates, Mm. you know, in those situations. And then I think you see Sam pretty falling into line pretty quickly and like getting back into the routine of it. Um, Mm. stuff that he had done before, uh, in the family too. So, and it's just it, because it's like, obviously the pilot's the pilot. So everybody's finding their feet, but you could like, you've got this, this, the sense in the pilot that Sam was very, this is temporary. So he's going to do what he's going to do, but then he's going to go back to his life. Mm -hmm. Whereas this, this one is okay. This is what I'm doing now. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like you say, he's more, he's more sure of himself. He's not looking to Dean so much to mm-hmm. tell him what he needs to do mm-hmm. but he's still still stumbling still a little unsure whereas Dean's very much like this is my comfort zone whereas mm-hmm. I, so I think I think you could get a little bit of discomfort from Dean as well mm-hmm. like in the pilot he was thrilled to have his brother back and be hunting with him again but you could there was just a little bit that was like he doesn't necessarily know how to do this with Sam anymore. Yeah. You know, and he's been without John for quite a while as well. So he's got used to doing it on his own. Plus I'm sure. Yeah. It's mm. dealing with, it's dealing with the fact that now Sam's got this burden and this thing with Mm. Jessica that I think, you know, is, it's kind of like, he's, you start to get hints about it too. I think a little bit in that episode. Yeah. That one, that one kind of gets, it kind of gets a hard, people are kind of go on and on about the, the special effects are not good, you know, but just by it was 2005. Yeah, it was 2005. So I think they learned to lean on the less is more part Mm. of it too. Like in future, like don't just don't try if you can't, you know, just do the best with what you can giving the feel of a, of a baddie, you know, or a monster in ways that because sometimes when you show the monster, it's almost not as it takes just, everything away. I'd rather just you just hint at the monster and give give everybody else the imagination capacity to just make it even worse in their heads than whatever you could probably give them um, mm. on screen. But yeah, no, I um, and I've, yeah, I've always I've I'm always especially because this has just come up. I'm just watching. I'm on season seven six maybe the Mentalists. Just mm-hmm. after, just after Sam finds out that Dean lied and mm-hmm. he did kill Amy, so it's just after they find out that Borax it combats the Leviathans and stuff, mm. and that really <laughs> watching Jim Beaver acts against himself. Those <laughs> are my those are my favorite kind of mm-hmm. monsters mm-hmm. where it's psychological. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, whatever I personally think of Misha. Man is a great actor. So when he puts the souls back in purgatory, but the Leviathans hold on, mm-hmm. and then it's just snap. Mm-hmm. And he goes from dying, injured Castiel to a Leviathan. Mm-hmm. And you can see him really having fun with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's scary to me. I don't particularly find monsters scary. Mm-hmm. You know, so like the Wendigo or, you know, like werewolves or vampires, like that kind of physical body horror doesn't bother me so much. Mm-hmm. 
whereas that kind of psychological is this person this person is possessed is, is this person yeah. who they say they are yeah. that I find that much more interesting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah yeah that yeah. was definitely I th- that definitely linked into what you were saying but I don't mm-hmm. know how it did well I think probably yeah. too because I think it relates to your actual favorite I think is probably in the back of your mind because I know yeah. what your favorite one is and I think that do. that's that's a that's a good segue into into reasons it is. why mm-hmm. Wendigo was my runner-up and Sandra does know my uh my winner because I <laughs> I messaged her and I was like does this count <laughs> she very, gen- <laughs> very graciously went yeah if you want <laughs> so my favorite monster Monster of the Week episode is another season one episode. It's uh, one fifteen, The Benders. Mm. Now, this episode should go out after our definitive top and bottom episodes. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I did discuss that like briefly in that episode, but I've got more time now. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not running down a checklist. So there's just... I come back to this episode so much because there's something truly horrifying about humans Mm. and this is a show and it's called supernatural for fuck's sake you know and they really lean into the supernatural so demons angels werewolves vampires jefferson starships you know leviathans whatever there's plenty of monsters to choose from Mm. a bajillion and one ghost episodes but this one and if I remember correctly, this is the episode that the people I get, uh, demons I get, people are crazy line yeah. comes from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, there's just something about this, you know, humans are the real monster mm-hmm. kind of thing, which mm-hmm. definitely does tie into what I was saying, because it's psychological horror that trips me out every time. These are people. They're not possessed. They're not you know, being manipulated. They're just shitty, evil people doing shitty, evil things because it's fun. And that just gets me. I've always been, like, some would say I have an un- unhealthy interest in serial killers and and, and things things of that nature. Miss oh, me with Ted Bundy, by connect, the way. You connect to Sam that way too. Aw. Yeah. <laughs> Miss me. By the way, anybody, you, I will chat serial killers with fucking anybody. Miss me with Ted Bundy. He's a really boring serial killer. Really boring. Come at me with someone interesting. Okay? Like Ed Gein or Dharma. You know, someone someone with a bit of something. Fucking miss me with Ted Bundy. Anyway, I've I, an unhealthy obsession, some might say, because I have that opinion. But I think it's not so much serial killers, although it is. It's the, the depths of human depravity which Mm. is such a wanky sentence to say Mm. that's like the start of some bullshit lecture by some punt but how you know how bad can people go you know dharma fucked corpses no he didn't yes he did but i wasn't i didn't mean to say dharma ted bundy fucked corpses dharma also fucked corpses but dharma like injected acid into people's brains you know (laughs) Mm-hmm. John Wayne Gacy dressed up as a clown. Ed Gein made lamps out of skin. You know, it's mm-hmm. a it's a it's a progression of yeah. depravity. Yeah. That I just I find it really interesting because we are I don't want to say humans as a species are peak evolution, because I don't think we are. We're terribly, terribly designed. 
but like we can only judge everyone against ourselves so we have society and morals and things in ways that a lot of other animals don't have so we elevate ourselves so then we have all of this and it's just i find it interesting to see how far off the reservation people can go mm. and still you know still justify it in their heads yeah i think you know? there's i think the one thing that's interesting too that supernatural does do or talk about or at least present in a way is how in certain situations humans will utilize monsters for immoral things too or how when you get a certain power how do you use it like the witches um you know mm-hmm. um there's that there's one episode where it's literally the human is you know doing like marketing off pieces of monsters to other monsters it's like the episode with mm. donna it's i think it's called breakdowners or like humans it's just it's very but you know every demon was once human and you know how how does that progression get them from starting here to ending here and a lot of it is choices and how you're reacting to what you're exposed to. I think a lot of it's power, which is just very interesting to me too. Or even mm. like Bobby's, even though, you know, we're we're not the biggest fan of Bobby being killed and then being brought back as a ghost and all that. Like you see Bobby's choices that he's making and how it's affecting him in the afterlife mm. and how he could become that ghost that's just all ven- vengeance. And there's no part of his humanity that's really left. And the benders is interesting because like you said, it's just, it becomes sport. You know, they're just hunting other humans. What was that trigger, you know, that got them thinking, Hey, you know, and again, they kind of talk about, well, you know, got tired of hunting deer and, you know, elk and bear what's next, you know, Mm -hmm. hunt humans. And yeah, there's something very, it just makes you think about if you were given abilities or choices with certain amount of power, what would you do with it? And, you know, would you go down a certain path? But some people are just like, sometimes it's just what's, what's missing there. And I think morality is a big part of it for some mm-hmm. people. And because th- people can bend morality to their liking too, based off of what their motive is. So. Mm. You know? And I think a, a lot of a lot of times in supernatural, bad deeds are excused mm-hmm. under the guise of I was possessed mm-hmm. or I was used or I was manipulated. Even the Bobby thing, Bobby's mm-hmm. going dark side, mm-hmm. and it's not Bobby's going dark side. It's oh, Bobby's Bobby's a ghost, and he's you know he's becoming a vengeful spirit. Like the, it's justified. Mm-hmm. Bobby's making shitty choices and doing shitty things, but it's it's somehow it's it's justified. Mm. Like they don't they don't excuse it, but they're like, oh, it's because he's a ghost, you know. Mm-hmm. Sam, although you know I love me some Meg Sam, you know I love me some Meg Sam. Sam goes fucking like crazy balls and like kills a bunch of hunters and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's okay because it wasn't him. He was possessed, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And I think they kind of try to toe the line with some monsters, like. 
you know, the, the, the vegan vamps and things like that. But so, so many times it comes up in Supernatural that people do bad things, mm-hmm. but it's not their fault. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not it's it's not their fault there's a they were possessed there's a there's always there's always a justification there's always a reason mm. was this episode basically went no some people suck mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. some people are just shitty people mm-hmm. and i like obviously so early in the season it was just like a like a test you know mm-hmm. there was no i really don't think the message that kripke and the you know the creative team had was like oh humans are the real monsters i, I really don't think that's what it was no, no. they were just going yeah, what's what's something we haven't done? You know, they're going down the checklist of common monsters before mm-hmm. they started inventing their own. Mm-hmm. No, but they I'm definitely pretty... do go through that, though. Like, I think I, there's there's hints of it later, and I think they they do play with that that a little bit more. I was thinking too. It's like talking about humans are the real monsters. I think Gordon was an interesting, really layered character. Yes, in terms of like what his. His original intention of, you know, really was just he just wanted to get revenge, you know, for his sister. But then he really could not. It was just it was all black and white, even like then wanting to go after Sam for, you know, finding out that he was one of the psychic kids or whatever was happening. And just like that laser focus and not being able to see even when he got turned you know, there was like, there was, there's still no reasoning behind it. You know, like, like he just, he's like, you got to kill me. You got to do this, or I'm not going to be able to help myself. I'm just going to keep going. You know, interesting, interesting the way that they kind of like played with a couple different characters too with that. Yeah. Bobby. Yeah. Like the justification, but then I think too, at the end of it, like Bobby is saying like, you know, look, I've done a lot of bad things now. You, you've got to, you've got to like, you've got to take care of this before before I just can't stop myself anymore, you know, and I just keep not looking at anything beyond the revenge that I want to go, go for, you know, like that kind of thing. So, yeah, Mm. it's interesting. No, I think that was a good choice. Good choice. It is. Oh, good. Thank you. I am. Yeah. I just, there's just something and it, it, it's very much a theme throughout supernatural is how much can be excused under the Mm -hmm. guise of good intentions Mm -hmm. so i'm Mm -hmm. thinking specifically of like you know dean sells a soul for sam Mm -hmm. sam kills kills lilith in anger and it's you know he sets off the fucking apocalypse but it's Mm -hmm. like no no you you were manipulated it's not your fault you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's 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 something that i'm exploring in junkies now but the real like supernatural gives a lot in the whole intent versus action you know mm-hmm. if i drop a plate on your foot i didn't intend to hurt you but it still fucking hurts mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and i just it was just one of those like god and just one of those little moments that makes you go huh. yeah yeah and like it's an episode i keep coming back to and actually whether it makes it into an outtakes episode or not the little girl who plays Missy mm. in this episode mm-hmm. is Emma mm-hmm. later down the line. Yeah. Which I only just found out because I'm looking at the wiki. Yeah. 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 I remember that. I remember that yeah. one too. Yeah. Apparently, apparently Jared and Jensen cite this as one of their favorites in the first official Supernatural magazine. 
Hmm. which is is pretty cool mm-hmm. yeah. which is yeah because you know you know the actor experience is is really important to me <laughs> when it comes to when it comes to picking up business but I, did, I, I genuinely didn't know it's just because I was scrolling down the wiki I genuinely mm-hmm. didn't know that but like mm-hmm. I that feels that feels appropriate so yeah my yeah. favorite monster of the week episode is the benders for vastly different reasons than Sandra's. yeah i feel like i was going with feel good monster of the week and you're like Err. yeah yeah we like we went different places though because you were like these are episodes that break the tension a mm-hmm. little bit and mm-hmm. i was like no these are episodes fucking that are dark mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. suck and not mm-hmm. not like that they suck like they're bad episodes just like Mm-hmm. They suck, you know. Yeah. Getting trapped in a mine with a flesh-eating monster sucks. Yeah. yeah, being hunted for sport by insane, crazy people sucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I like this. I like. I like when we. I like when we discuss, and uh, usually we just more likely than not we do come at them from different, different, different places, which makes it interesting. Makes it for a good discussion. Um. But still in like full agreement with choices, like good, good choices, good choices for those, for those makes, mm. makes sense. Makes sense. It's good. Yeah. It's good. So I guess we need to ask, you know, tell us listeners, what's your favorite monster of the week episodes are? Why do any of ours match up with yours? <laughs> <laughs> if not, yeah. why not? and tell us uh, just give us, us give us the information give us some information yeah um so yeah any any final thoughts or do you think we've we've covered it all no i think i think we've covered it all i'm just curious you know like because we came at that from such vastly different places i'm curious what what other people think tell us mm-hmm. what you think guys mm-hmm. and next time next time we do a list i'll come with a proper list i won't just come with one and then another one so i'll use the first one as a back yeah but you know that's I'll just make my, it a proper list. that's my fault to start because then you look at the notes you're like oh bloody hell she's come <laughs> up with like seven fucking <laughs> off again isn't she? yeah i will say i had access to this list until today so i didn't i like i i was like it was in the meeting notes which is just like uh mm-hmm. just our big old document of like episode ideas so I went into the meeting notes. We're ready to record, and I was like, "Sandra, where's the list? Did yeah. you take the list out?" And she I went, took it. Yeah, I, did. I took it out because it was messing up all of the <laughs> things we were going to tick off. I'm like, now there's just a whole bunch of information there in the middle. So I'm like, let me just take it out. So I took it out. No, it's just garbage. Um, yeah. yeah, which left me flailing because I couldn't fucking remember what you were going to say. But that's okay. You got to be surprised for some of them. I, I think you. I did get to be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we're going to wrap this guy up. So if you want to reach out to us, you can email us at idlinginthimpala at gmail.com or reach out to us on Twitter at idling in the letter D Impala. If you'd like to make your voice a mail, check the description for a link to send us a voice message. You can find links to our personal socials and our AO3 accounts in the description. And there's also a link to my author website and my original fiction. Original fiction, woo! Yay. Also, since it's picking up a little bit of traction, um, maybe you guys don't know because we don't actually shout it out in the episodes, and I don't think it's in the link tree because I suck. We have a Discord server. Um, we do. Yeah, we do. And you can we <laughs> if you donate to us, if you if you feel particularly generous and you donate to us, there is like a behind the scenes channel where we post like um 
the behind the scenes stuff. We haven't done but- much yet. <laughs> We, we will if we get more I, people. <laughs> I was trying to fluff over that and be like, yeah, no, there's definitely stuff in there, Sandra. But there is. it's just been a while. But yes, we do have some behind the scenes stuff yeah, in there. But have, no, what's have. been great is that we've just got some some listeners and friends of the podcast that are just in our regular channel just chatting about yeah. stuff. And that's great. We love that. We love to see it. So I will make sure that the Discord link is in the link tree and it is always in the description as well. But come and join us because, you know, there's other people in there. There are people in there that are, <laughs> and they are chatting and talking and we are also in there. So, you know, like if you like, I don't want to leave a comment publicly or whatever, mm-hmm. come and tell us in the Discord, you know, mm-hmm. then it's, it's it's just between us. Like it's just between us and, and some other fans and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's been some really great discussions over this past kind of week about mm-hmm. like um, one of our listeners is binge, binge listening to our episode. So we keep coming back and there's like, I listened to this episode and I think this and this and this. And this. Mm-hmm. So I will make sure that the links are all, all the way there. Um, in my defense, I made that link tree quite a long time ago and we didn't have quite as many. Well, <laughs> and in your defense, links. in your defense, the links that I did have in the description for the Discord channel, someone pointed out weren't working so now they're working so now if you click on the, on the discord link yeah you actually will get an invite to the proper channel we are in no way experts of discord so it's kind of like just learning as we go but we appreciate when people tell us oh by the way this isn't working well that's why nobody's been, <laughs> been yeah joining. that explains so many things <laughs> yes so come join us in discord um you know we're here pop in say hi we also have a website, idlingintheimpala.com. That is where you will find all of our merch. We have just put up new merch. We have mm-hmm. Priding in the Impala will be done by the time this goes out, mm-hmm. but the Impala Pride logos will be mm-hmm. staying in the in the um in the star. So if you're like, I like the Impala logo, but I'd like it more if it had a little rainbow in it. We got you, fam. Mm-hmm. We got you. Mm-hmm. And there's, so we've got like merch, t-shirts, blah, 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 blah. You go to a con, you want a shirt that says, I hug Jared or I hug Jensen in this shirt. We got you, fam. They are all on idlingintheimpala.com. There's YouTube stuff, Spotify stuff, about us stuff. Blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. It's, it's a cool website. Come check it out. I'm proud of it. Yeah. I made it. I Carly didn't did make it. did an awesome job. Carly did an awesome job putting it all together. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, and leave us a comment wherever you access your podcasts. But especially if you are watching or listening on YouTube, likes and comments really help us with the YouTube algorithm. All hail its benevolence. And it has been brought to my attention that you can leave comments on Spotify now. Apparently, mm-hmm. Sandra does Spotify. I don't do Spotify. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is outside of my remit. I do there's usually YouTube. a little Q&A that says, what did you think of this episode? That's, that's a spot where you can leave a, yeah. leave a comment on what you thought of the episode. So feel free to utilize that as feel well. Feel free to leave us. Leave us. And don't forget to send us a voicemail. We love that. Especially mm-hmm. redirects. We love mm-hmm. redirects and voicemail. Yeah. yeah. So I know I've given you a whole bunch of instructions, guys. I'm sorry. I'm going to give you one more. In the description also, you will find the current causes that we are championing at the time of this recording going out. It's probably going to be around the end of July. So Pride Month will be over. It's still, as of time of recording, it's still June for one more day, six Mm -hmm. more hours in Mm -hmm. UK time. Um, But, you know, Pride Pride is not just for June, guys. Pride is for all the rest of the year as well. So Mm -hmm. there's LGBTQ plus links in there. There is... um, 
links about is the American Civil Liberties Union mm-hmm. thingy. Yep. In that voting, as well. Voting. Voting. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I've got, I've got another um, one in there. Yeah. No, it's 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 horrible. It's what's what's just happening in the past 24 hours. The Supreme Court is just. Uh, yeah. 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 So if you are listening in the US, um, it is going to be coming up on voting season. The presidential campaigns are going to be gearing up soon, aren't they? To, yeah. Yeah. To do, the election isn't until next year, is it? It's not until next year, but we are in the middle of hearing about all of what the the camp the campaigns are just in full swing. Yeah. So yeah. it's a good time to start to just take things into account, you know, learn about the, you know, if you're, if you're not already voting, if you need to get registered, it's never too early to make sure that that's just taken care of before something else gets taken away. And then we can't do a thing that we need to do. So just make sure you're registered to vote. Um, yeah. And even, even if you think, even if you think, if you feel like I haven't moved in like 40 years, I'm registered at grand, things are changing so fast. Mm-hmm. Just keep checking. Just yeah. keep making sure that everything Finding you've got out in place polling is places still... and different things like that. And yeah. Again, things are going to be changing a, a lot, probably even more so. But just you know, just getting yourself aware of of what to be on the lookout for and making sure that you're there to support other people. Um, where even if you feel eh, it doesn't really affect me, but it's going to affect your neighbor or your fellow citizen. And you know, we've got to be there to support each other through all of this madness and crazy crazy time that's going right now and uh yeah it's just it's bad Absolutely. it's bad yeah it's it's not great it's it's bad in the u.s and it's it's gearing up bad again in europe so we also have you know links to support the unlawful invasion of the ukraine by russia i don't know how much of that kind of news is getting over to you but there was like a a, a mutiny mm-hmm. in russia and mm-hmm. bosses you know marched yeah. on moscow and stuff and now yeah. then they turned around and i don't know what's happening and there was the dam burst in the Ukraine that seems to have fallen out of the media as well. Mm-hmm. Although mm-hmm. I have seen news outlets marketing that as dam bursting could be the Ukraine's Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. Which, um, just for anyone who isn't aware of European geography, Chernobyl is in the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. It was a Soviet nuclear reactor, but it was still in the Ukraine. So. Yeah. It's grim. I there's no the the UK is going to hell in a handbasket, but there's nothing imminently coming up. When when something imminently comes up in the UK, I'll be like, fucking vote, guys, go and do the thing. But mm. nothing imminently. Mm. Uh, our our government is too busy arguing about whether or not the photos and videos of MPs partying when the whole country was in lockdown in Christmas of 2020 are actually party uh, videos and photos of people partying when everyone else was in lockdown in 2020 because the government are insisting that there were no parties and we're all going there's fucking video lads we watched it everybody's fucking seen it get a grip so but i'm sure nothing will come of that so but yes causes in the description check them out if you can donate that's great if you need the services they're there just check them out and with all that said (laughs) we will say thank you for joining us in the back seat guys and we will see you next time bye Bye-bye.